Hunwick has it. Forward to Tambellini. Tambellini, he'll shoot. Save there, and the rebound comes to Hunwick. Six ends remain. Tambellini shoots and scores. It comes around to Jeff Tambellini at the near side circle with 5.3 seconds remaining. Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's it? Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have half a mind to leave you Babe, that means I have Half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. This is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. And it's a transitional day. What does it all mean? It's a transitional day. What does it all mean? What does it all mean? Meanwhile, this block of ice is transitioning into something melted. Mark's carts is coming today. Here comes uh, something a little... Uh, where'd it go? There it went. I'm feeling like the ice cube in your glass. Melting away I can close my eyes and go to sleep Right here in the ashtray With a hammer and nail Or make a sandwich of us both But the bread is too stale Does anybody ever get what they want? What do you mean when you talk cube in your mouth melting away I don't want to leave unless of course you ask me to stay Clem Snide, and that is Ice Cube. That is not Ice Cube by Ice Cube. It's Ice Cube by Clem Snide, and it's from the album The Ghost of Fashion. It's Pandora's Lunchbox. And the Lunar New Year begins uh, on Saturday, January 28th, not too far away. There's going to be a Lunar New Year celebration of Chinese New Year traditions, 
at the Ann Arbor District Library. This coming Saturday, though, getting a jump on that from 2 to 3.30 p.m., Food is part of it. Yes, of course, that's why it's important to mention. Celebrate Chinese New Year at the library, it says on the website. There will be lion and Mongolian dance performances. You can learn to use a Chinese yaogu drum, make fun crafts, and take home a traditional Chinese treat. That's this Saturday from 2 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. at the downtown library branch of the Ann Arbor District Library. And the Lunar New Year officially begins the following Saturday, January 28th. As I was just mentioning, it is a transitional time right now, and it seems to be journalisticable to talk about inauguration foods. The editors of AOL.com came up with some information on inauguration food four years ago. Did you know that Calvin Coolidge ate pickles for breakfast on his inauguration day in 1923? Does that sound delicious? I think it does. Andrew Jackson, after his swearing-in, hopped on his horse and headed to the White House, trailed by a motley crew of 20,000 well-wishers who ended up trashing the White House in an effort to celebrate the inauguration and get their hands-on refreshments rumored to be served. The White House staff eventually served them orange punch, but the crowds upended the furniture, glassware, and punch. They upended the punch. That's how... I'm not sure how that works with a liquid. Jackson escaped through a window and headed to Gadsby's Hotel, where he ate a sirloin steak with Vice President John C. Calhoun and friends. Eventually, the White House staff lured the partygoers outside by dragging the barrels of punch onto the lawn. There you go. That's the way it is. Meanwhile, what did uh, Sugar Child Robinson of Detroit do to make himself feel good and to get all healthy? Why? He ate his spinach.
Thank you. Thank you, sir. That is Sugar Child Robinson. And that is I'll Eat My Spinach. I was entering that into the database here, and it said something about Sun Ra doing a version of that. Or maybe it was another song by Sun Ra called I'll Eat My Spinach. Now I'm very curious. This is Pandora's Lunchbox and WCBN, also WCBN.org, where you can see our full playlist of songs and our schedule of shows, concert listings, and all kinds of other things, too. So another vignette from a previous inauguration food situation. Abraham Lincoln's inauguration ball at the patent office, I hear that's a swinging place, featured dancing and a sumptuous midnight buffet, but it turned out the timing was off. After hours of dancing, the crowd rushed the buffet table and jostled for the terrapin stew, leg of veal, beef a l'anglaise, foie gras, pâté, cream candies, fruit ices, tarts, and cakes. When the melee was over the buffet, some of the patent exhibits and presumably some guests were in shambles. Well, and there you have that. That's the way it is. Now, if you're looking for a moment to get away from it all, to just stop thinking, to move to a warmer location in your mind and maybe see some sunshine, we almost saw a little bit of filtered, limited kind of sunshine-ish action in Ann Arbor today. Wasn't that exciting? Actual sunshine. This is, uh, this is a group from Hawaii called the Sunday Manoa, and I'm going to translate some of the lyrics to this song here into English. Majestic is Mauna Lua, sweet fragrant garden, soft-scented, admired by the visitors. Mauna Lua, the shaft breaks. Kawaiki, pull the cork. The long plain of Kaliki, that is Kalihi, sorry. Kioneula, Algabora, Al- I'm mispronouncing, I'm sorry. Kioneula, Algaroba, shade, Kapalama, rice patties. I like the idea about being all tipsy, pull the cork. Somebody's having a good time. Shall we have a good time? Let's have a good time. What do you think? Like this?
That group from Hawaii is called the Sunday Manoa, and it's from an album from 1972 called Cracked Seed. On the cover of it is a container of superior quality Yik Long brand Cracked Seed. I looked that up for you. Says here on uh, a website that I can't pronounce, Yik Long is, was a local company that made Cracked Seed, or it says here Crack Seed, a type of preserved fruit snack that is very popular in Hawaii. The Chinese immigrants brought crack seed with them when they came to Hawaii to work in sugarcane and pineapple plantations, but it became a treat that spilled over into the rest of Hawaii. Yik Lung used to be sold in all the grocery stores, but sadly, Yik Lung is no more. But this group, the Sunday Manoa, released this album. It came out on CD, so it is out there on Panini Records. And one of the uh, performers in the group is Gabby Pahinwi, steel guitar player. I know he's recorded a number of albums of, on his own through the years of uh, Hawaiian slack key guitar. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's a show about food and culture and what's going on and transitions. And Arwolf is in the studio. He's going to help us to face the music at 7 this evening. In the meantime, this is Pandora's Lunchbox with another inaugural food vignette. Franklin Roosevelt requested chicken a la king at his fourth inauguration. But his housekeeper, Henrietta Nesbitt, prepared a more modest meal instead to coincide with the times. It was, after all, World War II and rationing was in full effect. Nesbitt served 2,000 guests, chicken salad, unbuttered rolls, unfrosted pound cake, and coffee. Toastmaster George Jessel asked, Mrs. Roosevelt, how did you manage to make chicken salad with so much celery and so little chicken? He spoke just like that. I can I can tell you that's exactly how he spoke. Now, on another food-related note, in Ann Arbor, Popcorn Falls is making its debut tomorrow at Theater Nova in Ann Arbor, which is located in Ann Arbor, as a matter of fact. A little something about Theater Nova's production of Popcorn Falls. It says here, Waiting for Guffman meets Greater Tuna in this wacky backstage comedy about the mishaps and mayhem of putting on a play. Welcome to Popcorn Falls, a small American town whose only claim to fame, their namesake Waterfall, has dried up. Now bankrupt, their last chance is a large grant that can only be used if the town produces a play in a week. Led by the mayor and the local handyman, the enterprising townsfolk try to rise to the challenge and prove that art can save the world. Jeff Priscorn and Jonathan Jones play 15 roles in this new play by Michigan native James Hindman, directed by Daniel C. Walker. Popcorn Falls opens January 20th tomorrow and runs until February 12th at Theater Nova. Just so happens, uh, I think a little bit of popcorn is about to fall onto your stereos, out of your radio. I think it's going to go like this.
James Brown, Mother Popcorn. James Brown, within just about a year or less, did about five songs about popcorn that all made the soul charts and did very well. I think they all made the soul top ten. Multiple songs about popcorn. That's That may be what this country needs right now. In the meantime, it says here, according to Snopes, this is something I researched for you just so you know, in the middle of January, which is now, numerous news outlets have reported on a Department of Defense solicitation for research proposals for the development of biodegradable training ammunition loaded with specialized seeds to grow environmentally beneficial plants that eliminate ammunition, debris, and contaminants. The grant was announced through the Department of Defense's Small Business Innovation Research Program and posted publicly last November. The grant stems from legislation requiring federal agencies to reserve a fraction of their research funding for small businesses. The Department of Defense states the requirements apply only to training rounds and not ammunition used in actual combat. They argue that the frequent use of training rounds has been an environmental problem for the Army. Some of these 
Rounds, they say, might have the potential to corrode and pollute the soil and nearby water. The solution sought by this topic is naturally occurring biodegradable material to replace the current training round materials, eliminating environmental hazards. The effort will make use of seeds to grow environmentally friendly plants that remove soil contaminants and consume the biodegradable components developed under this project. Animals should be able to consume the plants without any ill effects. The solicitation closes on February 8th of this year, so hard to say what the future of this proposal will be, but it does sound absolutely delicious. And another possible sign of the times says here that they're looking for something to put on Trafalgar Square in London. There are four plinths, platforms, pillars. One of them is blank. One of them has nothing on top. The plinth was erected in 1841 in Trafalgar Square for a never-completed equestrian statue. Since 1999, it's been occupied by a series of artworks. The current occupant is a giant bronze thumb by artist David Trigley. A recreation of an ancient sculpture destroyed by the Islamic State group is among finalists for a place in Trafalgar, Trafalgar Square. Other solicitations include a sculpture of a scoop of ice cream with a cherry and a drone on top by Heather Philipson. What does it all say? What does it all mean? Two of the works will be chosen for display in 2018 and 2020. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's a show about food and culture. And in the meantime, songs are playing, people are singing. I found an article about the inauguration of Jimmy Carter, which I, I can't find right now. I believe it said that it was canceled. He asked for it to be canceled and instead served peanuts and pretzels at smaller parties. I believe that is what happened. I don't have the information in front of me. I don't have Snopes either, but I do have I do have this. If you buy them once, you'll buy them again Selling nuts Hot nuts You buy them from the peanut man Nuts Hot nuts Anybody you want to buy my nuts Selling nuts Hot nuts I've got nuts for sale Tell me your nuts is mighty fine, but I bet your nuts isn't hard as mine selling nuts. Hard nuts, you buy them from the peanut man. Selling nuts, hard nuts, anybody you want to buy my nuts selling nuts. Hard nuts, I've got nuts for sale. And they tell me your nuts is mighty small Best to have small nuts than no nuts at all Selling nuts Hot nuts You buy them from the peanut man Look what you can get cheap 
that mane all dressed in brown. He's got the hottest nuts in town selling nuts. Hot nuts, you buy them from the peanut man. Nuts, hot nuts, anybody you want to buy my nuts selling nuts. Hot nuts, I've got nuts to sell. When a hog get hungry, he starts to grunt. When a man get hungry, he starts to hunt for nuts. Hot nuts, you buy them from the peanut man, I say. You buy them from the peanut man. There you go. That is... I seem to be saying, there you go a lot. Well, there you go. That's Lil Johnson and Get Him From the Peanut Man, Hot Nuts, recorded in... 1936. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for a while. Arwolf and Face the Music is next on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. A few final notes. Remember the Chinese New Year celebration at the Ann Arbor District Library this Saturday. Also a tea and coffee festival happening this Saturday and Sunday at the Detroit Institute of Arts. Featuring coffee and tea traditions in Arabic, Japanese, Indian, and Chinese cultures, demonstrations, tastings, traditional music, dance, board games, and art making, all at the International Tea and Coffee Festival this Saturday and Sunday afternoon at the DIA. I've been Mike and Arwolf next. What this country needs, I think, is a hunky man. That's what I think this country needs. And this is the hunky man, in parentheses, ice cream man, because I've been trying to hunt this down, but hunky man... Was a was a slang for ice cream man for a while, and I, I couldn't quite pin down where that was, but it seems to be the case. Here again is Sugar Child Robinson, recorded in, well, between 1949 and 1952 on a great collection called Go Boy Go. Here it is, Sugar Child Robinson and Hunky Man. It goes like this. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Wait a second. Hold on. Is this it? I believe this is it. Here's a hunky man And all of you mama sweeping
laying up the floor. Buy your child a hunk and he will love you more. And all of you mamas washing out your clothes. Come and buy a hunky for the hunky man goes. There goes the hunky man. There goes the hunky man. There goes the hunky man. WCBN FM Ann Arbor. I am so happy that I'm coming on after that recording. The Hunky Man. And speaking of that, I just thought it would be nice to serenade you on the eve of the inauguration of a sociopathic gibbering twit. I was going to say something outspoken, but I just thought I'd hold back a little. Um, Sociopathic means, uh, well, it's sort of like the Sex Pistols said years ago, I have no feelings for anybody else. That's what sociopathic means. So we have no choice but to uh, stick together and try and keep our collective sense of humor and some kind of an angle on what's right, what's honorable, things like that. And I'm just going to strive for accuracy and maybe some music that'll have analgesic properties, which it 